There was a time our happiness seemed never ending. I was so sure that where we were heading was right. Life was a road so certain and straight and unbending. Our little road with never a crossroad in sight. Back in the days when we spoke in civilized voices, women in white and sturdy young men at the oar. Back in the days when I let you make all my choices. Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, September 14th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, we've got a somber uh, episode today that we will talk about here in a second, but I do just want to get some programming notes out of the way. Um, There will be a new episode of Jan Simpson's Stagecraft uh, coming up tomorrow morning. Then in the evening, I will have a special interview, probably a Tell Me More episode with uh, Tony nominee Robert Fairchild talking about uh, An American in Paris, which is coming to cinemas across the country uh, in the U.S. and Canada, actually, on September 20th and 23rd. Had a really nice conversation with him yesterday. Um, That was before, though, some really, really sad news broke. All right. Uh, First up in the news, that sad news. Beloved Broadway star Marin Maisie passes away. Yeah, James, we started hearing about this uh, pretty early in the day on Thursday. And then as rumors continued to circulate, uh, I know that everyone at Broadway World and most of the other theatrical media tried to be able to confirm it and have something official. But it was confirmed in the afternoon on Thursday that Marin Maisie had lost her fight with ovarian cancer at the age of 57. Her husband, Broadway star Jason Danieli, who is been out of Pretty Woman for a couple weeks now, apparently. Um, He released a statement saying, quote, incredible human being, loving wife, dedicated family member, devoted friend and Broadway star. Maren Maisie passed away this morning at 10, 10 a.m. in the comfort of her New York City apartment, surrounded by family and close friends. Uh, The statement goes on to talk a little bit about her career, but also says, Over that time, while fighting her own fight, she took it upon herself to help spread awareness of ovarian cancer and to help find an early detection for the disease, of which currently there is is none. Miss Maisie is survived by her mother, Donna Maisie, her brother, Mark Maisie, and her husband, Jason Danieli. There will be a private gathering in the immediate future, um, and I, I would imagine there will be something public, even if it's... Nothing short of dimming the lights on Broadway, which they absolutely should. Um, Hopefully we'll have more information about that soon. Maisie uh, was a three-time Tony nominee, but more than that, she was the voice for two of the most enduring shows uh, that I can think of for my generation. She was the original mother in Ragtime, and still some of the songs from that show that she sings are will never be duplicated by anybody who ever does that. And then, even though it was a revival, this last, you know, the last revival of Kiss Me Kate was so big around that same time with her and Brian Stokes Mitchell. Um, she's done so much more than that as well. Um, she was last on Broadway replacing Kelly O'Hara, ironically, because Kelly O'Hara is now going to be taking over her role from Kiss Me Kate um, in The King and I at Lincoln Center. Um, she was also seen on Broadway as a replacement in in Spamalot. Uh, she was in Bullets Over Broadway on Broadway. She 
co-starred opposite her husband uh, as replacements in Next to Normal as well. Um, she has, has done so much in such an amazing voice. I, it's it's really hard to fathom the fact that she's gone at the age of 57. This is uh, devastating news for many people across the Broadway family. Uh, and I don't know if there's anything further we can say about it. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. It's uh, uh, very sad. And, and Jason and uh, Marin were scheduled to have a concert together at 54 Below over the summer. I forget when it was. Um, and they ended up having to cancel Marin's half of it. And Jason did it by himself. And at that point, you kind of started to wonder um, if something was bad. But it's um, just so sad. I know I'm uh, I, I listened to uh, a little bit of ragtime earlier today, just kind of uh, to cope with it. But uh, a very sad very sad day for everybody who loved her. Okay. Uh, next up in the news, Andrew Lloyd Webber is at work on a new musical. Uh, yes. ALW revealed to The Hollywood Reporter earlier this week that he is working on a new musical project, and that is adapting Cinderella with a modern twist. Weber is working with Tom McRae and Emerald Fennell to, uh, to create the piece. McRae most recently wrote the book and lyrics for the West End smash hit Everybody's Talking About Jamie. And Fennell is actually an actress who starred in the BBC series Call the Midwife. Uh, in the article with The Hollywood Reporter, Weber said, quote, I'm working with young writers whose combined ages add up to less than mine. It's delightful to have such young collaborators, and I'm completely captivated by what they've done with the story. Now that I've said I'm going to do it, I have to get to my piano. They have remade Cinderella into a completely modern, feisty girl. Every piece of the story is followed, but it'll be turned around so it's not at all what you expect it to be. It just turns the whole thing around on itself. The score for the piece is expected to be finished by the end of the year. Now, James, I it this is interesting to me because so much of what we assume about Andrew Lloyd Webber is these big, bombastic, epic musical pieces. But over in the UK, he's had a lot of success with, you know, producing pantomimes and doing some other things. And then his last Broadway hit, School of Rock, doesn't fit in with his big shows. So it'll be interesting to see what this is. And when I heard Andrew Lloyd Webber was doing a new Cinderella, I was like, yeah, OK, whatever. Uh, but then when I learned it was the book and lyrics writer for everybody, everybody's talking about Jamie. I was like, oh, this could be something really different and really interesting. I don't know that we necessarily need a new Cinderella story, especially because Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella that was on Broadway a few years ago did the same thing and made it a little more, uh, you know, female empowerment based. But, you know, Andrew Lloyd Webber can write songs, so it's never a terrible thing to have more of those in the world. So, uh, you know. The, the Cinderella story, whether it's called Cinderella or not, is the basis of many successful Broadway shows. So, uh, you know. And some not successful Broadway it's, shows. It's not so successful. But let's talk about uh, Everybody's Talking About Jamie, which we had a uh, press release from Broadway Records that uh, Broadway Records is going to release the West End cast recording here in the States, which is this softening the ground for a Broadway transfer? I don't know, um, only because we've heard so many different things from the producers of this show about what they want to do with the project. We've heard talk of them filming the West End version and putting that in movie theaters across the world. We've heard 
talk of them. I mean, I think there's even been a deal of sorts signed to make a film version out of this that we've heard about transfers. I don't know that the producers know exactly what they want to happen and in what order. But it's a show that has a ton of buzz in London. Our friend Patrick Hines saw it in London and raved about it. So I'm not 100 percent sure what they're doing. Um, I think if they would have been smart, they would have gotten it in here this season if they wanted to have a transfer. But who knows? Perhaps. I mean, you know, we 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 saw the cast album for Be More Chill really bring it back to life in a different way than it would with everybody's talking about Jamie. But perhaps the cast album being available here in the States will create a groundswell to bring a production over officially. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, I think that. I think that they're going to want to see how well the cast uh, recording does here to see if maybe this is something that they should consider in their plans. But uh, interesting. All right, Matt, what else do we have? All right. First up, last week, Beetlejuice announced that it would be moving into Broadway's Winter Garden Theater this spring. And yesterday we got a little more information. And it's kind of interesting as it was announced that uh, that Beetlejuice will be opening on April 25th. I checked. That's a Thursday. So that leads me to believe that once the Tonys announce their official calendar for the season, that this will be the final show opening this season. That last week of April is generally when the cutoff is, and Thursday is usually the last day that things can open. So it'll be interesting to see if it did predict right and grab the final slot. I don't think that schedule's out. Hopefully it's not out, because I don't think it is. But anyway, next up on Thursday, the Tectonic Theater Company announced another round of stars that will be participating in their 20th anniversary reading of the Laramie Project. Project. Joining such stars as Mary Louise Parker, Billy Porter, Adam Rippon, and Samira, Samira Wiley will be one of my favorites, Emmy Award winner Michael Emerson, six-time Tony Award nominee Danny Burstein, and stage star Andrew Keenan-Bolger. Anderson Cooper, as we've talked about before, will be hosting the event, but unfortunately, the previously announced Neil Patrick Harris and David Burtka will be unable to participate due to a scheduling conflict. The events will take place on September 24th at 7 p.m. Now, James, I generally have less than zero desire to go overseas, especially during the Trump presidency. But I'm really tempted to actually go out and finally get a passport uh, and go to London because Baz Bombaboy of the Daily Mail reported last night that in addition to Sally Field and Bill Pullman, uh, joining the old Vicks production of All My Sons will be none other than Jenna Coleman, not Jenna Louise Coleman. She doesn't use Louise anymore. It's just Jenna Coleman. Thank you very much. She is best known for playing the 11th and 12th doctors comparing Clara Oswald, as well as the title character in Victoria. She plays Queen Victoria. I also happen to have a Funko pop and bobblehead of her on my shelf right now. Uh, anyway, I assume that she'll be playing Anne uh, and Colin Morgan, who is a British stage and screen star was announced with the production as well, but because Baz only sends out information via tweets the night before his articles come out. We don't exactly know who Colin Morgan will be playing. Uh, but anyway, I really hope this transfers because let's be honest, I'm not going to London. Um, uh, I hope this comes over cast intact because obviously Sally Field and Bill Pullman are amazing. But. I love, love Jenna Coleman. But anyway, finally, yesterday, shortly after the announcement that Christine Dwyer would be taking over as Jenna in the national tour of a waitress, we learned that Jesse Shelton, one of the original fates in Hades Towns and Hades Town and Jonathan Groff's co-star in that two person podcast musical 33 Questions, will be playing Dawn, while New York favorite Matt DeAngelis will take over as Earl. The pair will be joining the company on October 9th from the Smith Center in Las Vegas. 
All right, and one last story. This will be dropping in after the rest uh, of the episode releases, but at 8 a.m. Eastern time on Friday morning, it was announced that Trafalgar Releasing will be bringing the recent Minier Chocolate Factory and West End production of Funny Girl to screens across the country beginning on Wednesday, October 24th. The show will star Olivier Award winner Sheridan Smith. We've talked about the show uh, quite a bit, James, when it was in London. Um, it will also star uh, Darius Campbell as Nick Arnstein. And uh, it's uh, one of these things that people you either loved this production or you didn't. Um, it, there was a, quite a bit of controversy with it over in the UK, but we haven't had a revival of Funny Girl here in the US, um, or at least in New York. So this will be something that'll be really interesting. And kind of like you mentioned with uh, everybody's talking about Jamie, I wonder if this is something that whets the appetite for producers to do an official real revival of this show. We've heard so much about it from Bart Shears, you know, announced uh, revival to Ryan Murphy having the rights. Um, I think those have since expired. We'll see if having this on screens gets people excited to have an official revival on Broadway of Funny Girl, because I know a lot of theater fans would absolutely love that. And this also ties in with your An American in Paris interview for Sunday mm -hmm. uh, evening on yes. Broadway Radio, because American in Paris is going to be in the theaters 20th and 23rd of September. Red is going to be October 24th, The King and I, November 29th and December 4th, as well as The Funny Girl that we just talked about. All of these coming from Trafalgar releasing. So uh, really cool. I'm glad they're involved. Yeah, they're, for a long time, it was just fathom events and then maybe one or two things doing it independently and uh, you know in movie NT. theaters nt yeah nt live well, yeah that's what i'm saying before that and then nt live started bringing things over now trafalgar's doing things i think this is a great thing we talked so much about how we think that it's good to have these things on screen i know some people think it cheapens the experience of seeing something in the theater i say screw that a lot of people can't afford to go to the theater so i think this is um, a wonderful thing, and I'm so excited. I wish they could do it a little bit more with shows that, um, you know, begin in the U.S., whether that's in New York or somewhere else. But if all we get is British stuff for the time being, I'm quite happy to consume it. If you would like any uh, if you'd like more information on any or all of these stories, please check out the show notes at BroadwayRadio.com. OK, Matt, why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for uh, ending up your week with us. On Saturday, we have Jan Simpson's Stagecraft. And uh, at on Saturday night, we have Matt's interview. Uh, and on Sunday, we have uh, This Week on Broadway with Peter Felicia and Michael Portantier. And then Monday, Matt and I will be back in your ears. We'll talk to you then. People out there, unafraid of revealing that they might have a feeling, or they might have been wrong. There are people out there, unafraid of their sorrow, unafraid of tomorrow, unafraid to be weak. 
sky, my moon and my star. 